0: This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 AM, also heard on 100.5 FM. I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us is Patrick Madden, the mayor of Troy. Mayor Madden became mayor of Troy in 2015. On August 15th, a Troy police officer shot and wounded Damique McDonald, who was wanted for a parole violation. Police found no gun at the scene. What is the status of this investigation?
1: Well, uh, Bob, the, stat- the investigation is, is well underway. Um, the investigation is being undertaken by the Troy Police Department um, the- and the FBI with assistance from the um, state police and the ATF, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms. Uh, so they're going through the motions now.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the FBI entered the case sometime after this started or the investigation started. Had you advocated for that?
1: Yes. Uh, uh, I thought it was a good idea. The chief uh, agreed with me. It brings in um, another perspective. It brings in some additional resources that we might not have access to. And it, it adds a layer of credibility to the investigation that I think is important.
0: Do you think that the Rensselaer District Attorney, Joel Abelov, uh, should not lead the investigation?
1: Well, uh, there's a little bit of a misconception there. The, the DA doesn't lead the investigation. The DA's role is to prosecute if it is thought that there might be uh, uh, criminal activity. The investigation is being led by the police professionals, uh, the people who are trained in this area. So again, it's, it's being led by the Troy police and the FBI, with assistance uh, from the state police and the ATF. Uh,
0: should the district attorney, though, not be involved in, let's say, presenting evidence to a grand jury? And in the background here is there was another case that's now uh, being uh, investigated, I believe, by the state attorney general in- involving Rensselaer County.
1: Yep, yep. I, you know, the the uh, 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 district attorney's role is uh, is governed by law when he can and cannot. Um, uh, prosecute a case. So I don't know that the district attorney has yet gone through the steps to determine whether he needs to recuse himself because of a conflict of interest. There are a number of things, um, well-established things that they need to review before they uh, decide one way or the other. So that's a little bit out of my bailiwick. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, one issue that's uh, come up if in the wake of this incident is the issue of body cameras for Troy police officers, which apparently they do not have. But are they now going to get them?
1: We're, we are looking at that. We've been looking at it for some time. It hasn't been on a front burner. The, the cost is, well, there's two issues. There's the cost, which is pretty significant. And then we, it's an item that we would have to negotiate with the police union, um, how that Uh, camera footage is uh, utilized. But the cost, I don't know that people fully understand what's entailed. It's not just snap a camera on your vest and go Mm -hmm. out the door. But, you know, if you have 40 officers in the course of a 24-hour period out patrolling the streets, that's 40 cameras. Uh, That's a lot of data. Someone needs to download it. Uh, cata- uh, catalog it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there would be uh, retention procedures. So then at the end of that retention time, somebody then would need to review what ca- uh, needs to be saved, what cases are being worked on, what can be discarded. So you have the, the hardware, um, and then you have essentially another staff person that's really managing the amount mm-hmm. of data that you're generating from these cameras, in addition to the cost of the the cameras themselves. So it's uh, it's not as easy as uh, a lot of people think, uh, but we're willing to do it if we can negotiate a um, an, arra- an agreement with the union and if we can come up with the funding to do this.
0: A listener a reminder, new developments could have uh, taken place since we recorded uh, this episode of uh, Talk of the Town with uh, Mayor Madden. On other uh, police issues, the police chief, John Tedesco, uh, told the city council the main problems affecting his ability to run the department are constraints put on him in past deals between the city and the Police Benevolent Association. I believe you're now in negotiations with uh, public employee unions. Uh, does the chief have a point?
1: To a degree, yes. I think with all of our union contracts um They've been put together piecemeal over the years. I often describe it as a as a you know a two hundred year old farmhouse uh, that every uh, every thirty years somebody puts another addition on, and, and what you have at the end is a real mishmash, and not what you would uh, not what you would have if you designed mm-hmm. the house from scratch. That that describes our contracts. They've been um, added to and subtracted from over the years. There's some internal inconsistencies in them. Um, and they don't flow well. They don't make, uh, in my view, uh, good sense in terms of, of management. So uh, I'd love to, I don't know if I'll live long enough, but I'd love mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, peel those back and take another look at uh, the, the entirety of each contract and see if there's a more logical way and a more uh, business-friendly way to structure those
0: are you working on that in this round of negotiations, or is that for the future?
1: Well, a little bit in this round. I think it, it's one of those things where you take a little, a little bite each time. Um, but in this, in this round of negotiations, what I'm trying to do is address the fact that we, for uh, five years, uh, have had, not had uh, contract renewals. Let
0: mm-hmm. me move on to water. A major water main uh, break uh, in North Troy uh, has, been, has been fixed. Uh, how old was the water main that was replaced?
1: Well, this is this is a great story. I love talking about this one. That pipe was 111 years old. To, to give people some perspective, that's when Teddy Roosevelt was in the White House. <laughs> um, Utah wasn't even a state yet, so uh, that pipe was put in a long time ago. It's safe to say we got our money's worth out of it. Uh, but it was the one that kept us awake at night. It was uh, it's a vital line. Uh, to our external customers in Waterford and Half Moon, um, a very difficult uh, construction type uh, to repair, uh, as you recall from the break back in January of 16. Um, so we're, we're delighted uh, that that's been replaced. Uh, kudos go to our Department of Public Utilities. That project was completed on time to the day uh, and came in under budget.
0: And and how did Troy afford that? I mean, it's something you had to do, but I mean, mm-hmm. was, was there any, gov- uh, you know, larger government aid, federal, state?
1: Yes, there's a program uh, in New York State uh, that assists municipalities with failing water and sewer infrastructure. We applied uh, to the Environmental Facilities Corporation, which is a, um, uh, an entity run by the state. Uh, about 60% of the funding for that project was provided via a grant, and the remaining 40% was a very low interest loan.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, the infrastructure issue remains. I mean, you. you... You don't know if something like this will happen again, or do you? You say, or would you say this is a big fix, and this should? Prevent- well,
1: you know, you're absolutely correct. the The pipes are buried, and you don't dig them up to look at them, uh, so you never know when something's going to let go. We knew this was a weak link in the chain, uh, but anytime you fix a weak link, you have a new weak link. You know, something else becomes the weakest link in the chain. So we're constantly uh, um, evaluating the system. Uh, we have good records on how old the pipes are in certain areas of the city, what pressure they're under, uh, what sort of uh, uh, subsoil conditions are rubbing up against those pipes. So we are trying to prioritize and determine what is the next weakest link and what should we be going after next.
0: Uh, The children are back in school now, and uh, this is another police issue. Uh, One of the uh, cuts made because of the last budget uh, was to eliminate some officers in the public schools, um, public safety uh, officers. School resource officers. School resource officers. Uh, Has a fix been found for that?
1: Yes. Uh, Right now we we have an arrangement with the Troy City School District. Um, We will be putting SRO, school resource officers, in the schools, um, and they will be contributing to the cost of that uh, to the city. In addition, we've made application to the um, uh, Department of Justice for additional funding for uh, school resource officers for another three years.
0: So the school department is picking up the tab. Is that what a, you're a portion, a portion of portion it, of yep, it? yep. And then you're looking for some uh, grant money.
1: Yes. I, I think uh, SROs are really critical. Uh, they are uh, – the, their function is very preventative in nature, which makes it difficult to quantify how successful they are. Uh, but in looking at the relationships that they're developing with youth – in looking at the uh, information and intelligence that they're uh, developing uh, through their relationships with the kids in the schools, uh, I think the community is well served by SROs.
0: We're talking with the mayor of Troy, Patrick Madden. We'll continue in a moment, and I'll have a question for him about some good news, I, I believe I read the other day. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 AM, also heard on 100.5 FM. I'm Bob Cudmore. Talk of the Town continues on Magic 590 AM, also heard on 100.5 FM. I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us is Patrick Madden, the mayor of Troy. Um, I mentioned when we went to the break about good news. I saw a story about sales tax revenue, uh, which has been out for uh, the the first half of 2017, and some of the communities in our area have done well, some not. But sales tax revenue for Rensselaer County increased in the first half of 2017. Did that also happen in, I mean, did that happen specifically in Troy, or was uh, Troy pulled along by the rest of the county? with? with that? Well,
1: I, I don't know how the breakout plays as between Troy and the rest of the county. But, yes, it was good news I think our sales tax revenue in the first quarter was the largest we've ever seen. And um, that's always good news. But mm-hmm. I am, uh, you know, I'm a very conservative, uh, fiscally conservative-minded person. And I caution people not to get too excited because this is not necessarily a recurring revenue. It's all dependent upon how much money people spend in the city and in the county uh, that generates this tax, so it's dependent upon circumstances that are really out of our control. It's very volatile. Uh, if the economy is good, people are optimistic; they're spending money. We do better mm-hmm. uh, when people get nervous and start um, and stop the spending. Then our sales tax revenue declines. That's mm-hmm. not something we can control, but we, we'll enjoy it while it's here.
0: <laughs> okay. And do you think that the increase was because of something specific? You know, some construction projects and people buying. Uh, a a lot of building materials or something like that? Or has anybody put a reason uh, to this? uh,
1: Well, I think you're seeing uh, a lot of retail growth in the county, both in the city of Troy and outside of the city of Troy. So I think that's contributing to it. When people can uh, buy more things closer to home, uh, they'll do that. And uh, I always encourage people to buy in Troy. And if you can't buy in Troy, buy in Rensselaer County before you go anywhere else, because it helps us.
0: And with this uh, good news on the sales tax front, you're already getting ready for next year's budget. How's yes. that going?
1: Well, it's a grueling process. Um, We're going uh, department by department, looking at e- expenditures over the past five years, trying to um, uh, understand what, what trends might be in play here. We're also uh, waiting on numbers from the state for our contribution to the um, pension uh, we're waiting on estimates for care, things uh, that are uh, big ticket items that aren't really within our control. So, it's a nervous time of the year. Uh, a lot of numbers are up in the air. It's uh, I'm not going to predict at this point where it's going to come in. Um, we're in the thick of it, and about six weeks we'll have something to present to the city council.
0: Oh, I was going to ask you about the timetable. Mm-hmm. So, about six weeks about from six now. About six weeks. Yeah. All right. Uh, one issue again from last year's budget: uh, the swimming pools. Troy's municipal swimming pools did not operate this past summer. Uh, what was done to provide recreation for young people?
1: Well, we turned a, a lemon into a real into lemonade this year. As you, as you noted, the pools were not reopened this year. Uh, they are in um, a pretty bad condition from years of neglect, and I was quite concerned about the safety issues. Uh, certainly, the the reliability of the pumps and the filtration system uh, were questionable. Uh, we have a lot of issues with those pools. Uh, we've had some um, important community partners step up. So the two Boys and Girls Clubs, the YMCA, stepped up, developed programming, uh, CEFQ stepped up with some mm-hmm. funding as did um, the Troy Redevelopment Foundation, uh, Troy Savings Bank Foundation, some other partners as well to fund these programs. And so this year we were able to offer structured programming to the youth. And by structured I mean there were organized sports activities, organized arts activities, DEC came over a couple times, to teach the kids how to fish actually took them out to tom hannock kids had access to pools and swimming lessons and importantly they received two meals a day so uh frankly i think that was a better program than just mm-hmm. dropping your kids at the pool
0: but you said that you did have access to some pools you mean uh, some nonprofits that have pools yes or like yes that?
1: the uh, ymca and the boys and girls club have pools and the kids were able to get um, uh, swimming instruction in those pools, so it was it was a very structured environment, more so than than we have with just the open pools. Um, but it also exposed the kids to lots of new things. And I think that if I had a magic wand and I could open the pools next year, uh, I think I would still uh, advocate very strongly to continue to run these programs.
0: Is that possible? Uh, opening the pools next year?
1: Yeah, anything's possible. Is it probable? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, cost estimates came in uh, significantly higher than we thought. Um, what we'll be doing moving forward is um, looking at a plan for our recreational facilities in the city. Um, those pools were built 50, 60 years ago. Uh, does it make sense to to put money into those pools in those locations? Should they be in different places? Should we look at alternatives to pools, mm-hmm. spray pads, other water features? Um, we have put in an application to the state to hire somebody to help us come in and, and work through that process.
0: Another uh, issue in Troy, the downtown theater project, the proposal to build a movie theater complex in downtown Troy, has faced opposition over the design of the development. Uh, what's the latest on uh, this project, and is it progressing?
1: It is progressing, and I uh, hope that Uh, By the end of September, we'll have all of our approvals in place so that the uh, developer can get in the ground this fall. The goal is to have them open for the holiday season of 2018, a little over a year from now. Uh, Apparently in the movie industry, a large portion of the revenue, annual revenue, is realized during the holiday season, Mm -hmm. same as it is in the retail sector and the goal is to get uh, get these open in time for the 2018 holiday season.
0: Didn't the developer revise the design? I mean, the the first blush, I believe people said it was just looked too big, boxy, if you will. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: you know it is challenging to make a theater that that uh, doesn't look boxy. Uh, but the developer did listen and came back with uh, changes. I think uh, now on two occasions, and is constantly tweaking it to make it uh, more palatable.
0: Another uh, proposal or a call to restore something uh, to Troy is for the Children's Museum of Science and Technology, which I believe they call CMOST, Mm -hmm. has moved from uh, Troy to North Greenbush. Uh, But I I did see some uh, folks writing into the newspapers uh, that uh, they want to have it moved back to Troy. Is that feasible?
1: Well, sure. I'd love to have it come back home to Troy. It's where it started. Um, we have been working with the board and the staff of CMOST. Um We supported their application, their consolidated funding application to the state. Uh, we've been in touch with them about potential sites. Uh, they have, I think, re- just recently spec'd what they're looking for in terms of uh, site access layout. Um, I think they'll be putting out a proposal shortly to gather information on that. We hope. Uh, We're working very hard to bring them back to Troy, and uh, we hope that they ultimately make that decision.
0: We have been talking about uh, recreation, I would suppose, and Republican Council President Carmela Montello has called on you to appoint a 19-member Recreation Advisory Board. Apparently, it's part of the Troy laws that there be such a board. Are you going to uh, do that?
1: Well, it's it's true. In the code, there's a provision for uh, a— A board of this nature, I've forgotten what the exact title is, might be Recreation Committee, and it is comprised of 19 members. I don't know when uh, that was uh, adopted, Uh, certainly back in the 80s, maybe 70s, and I don't know what its purpose is because it's it's very – Um, you know, there are scant provisions in the code around this. Mm -hmm. Um, As I indicated before, we're looking at uh, master planning our recreational facilities. I think that would probably be the time to pull together a committee. Should it be 19 people? I think if, if we tried to uh, find a time when 19 people could meet, it might be um, well after I leave the face of this earth. Um, so th- there might be a better structure to it, and there might be we might be able to give it some more definition of what its responsibility and role is beyond what is stated in the code right now.
0: We're almost out of time. I did want to get in a plug for the Uncle Sam event, which is taking place Sunday, September 10th, which is this weekend, uh, next weekend. Like, a, no, a week. wait, well, September oh, okay. 10th. I'm sorry, yes. Right as the, you know, right. a couple yep. days after the show.
1: Yep. Yes. Uh, so that'll be uh, uh, occurring in Powers Park in the Lansingburg neighborhood of Troy. There will be live music. There will be kids' uh, activities, face painting, a bouncy house, um, probably some well, other things as well. So a things. very family-friendly family friendly event. So I'd encourage everybody to come along.
0: You've been listening to Talk of the Town with Troy Mayor Patrick Madden on Magic 590, also heard on 100.5 FM. This program will be posted as a podcast soon on Magic 590's website and my website, bobcutmore.com.